Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGall, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.mcgaugh, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Did you know that the most powerful tool on earth is the human mind? According to my next guest, Reggie Grant says, first, you must understand your real power. Education is your way to open all the doors of your dreams. It is also all about finding your truth and telling your story by clearly articulating your vision. Reggie Grant is an ex-NFL player turned educator and entrepreneur. Through his programs, he has put over 150 kids into the NFL. He says to learn to manage your brand and understand how to shape your story for continued success. It is all about elevating someone else and positioning yourself to win. Reggie consults with CEOs and startup companies to help them develop revenues, cultures of success, and position them to raise capital. He uses eSports Instruction, also known as ESI Pitch, a non-traditional business accelerator platform. He is a serial entrepreneur, former English teacher, and professional football athlete. He has a passion for empowering and inspiring individuals to be successful, all because he has been helped and inspired during his journey. Understanding that success is defined differently for all of us. He works with schools, organizations, and special projects that empower people with the tools for success. Reginald often delivers dynamic keynote addresses, facilitates workshops, and works with youth on developing and implementing a winner's mindset. He is the author of Entrepreneur, Your Guide to Starting Your Business in 2020, Managing Your Brand, You Can Pimp Me, but you have to pay me in 2019. Youth Entrepreneur Impact Program, or YEIP, in 2018. Thoughts of an Urban Teacher in 2017. Effective Mentoring in the 21st Century, also in 2017. Success Stories, Insights by African American Men, and the Workbook for Youth Readers, 2016. 200 writing prompts in 2016, and numerous other books, teacher guides, workbooks, and articles. A former NFL New York Jet and CFL player, 
He also finds time to serve on several boards of national organizations working with youth, a former high school and middle school English teacher for 17 years. He has worked on statewide assessment development and curriculum for the state of California. In addition, he currently consults with companies in various industries from apparel manufacturers like the retired NFL Players Congress to tech industry innovators as well. He is the CEO of esportsinstruction.com, esports business accelerator, and partner in a family of authors and Grant Language Academy. A family of authors promotes literacy and helps authors publish and market books. The Grant Language Academy provides university tours for international students and families, summer ESL programs, workshops for urban youth on academic skill development, and summer author programs. GLA also provides seminars for educational professionals and other groups. Let's welcome to the Follow the Brand Show, Mr. Reggie Grant, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Thank you, my audience, and joining us on another special week with an outstanding guest. You will not believe who we have today. We have someone who has come all the way from the NFL back at a time when I think I was a baby, but he was actually playing sports and doing his thing and playing with legends, legends of the game who defined the sport in the 60s, 70s. That's when I really got intrigued with the NFL, and he's gone on to create a career not only in education, which he's done very, very well, but in the business and entrepreneurial world and also an author of several different books. So I'm going to bring to the stage today, Mr. Reginald Reggie Grant. Mr. Grant, how are you today? What's up, Grant? How are you today? Grant with Grant. <laughs> That's me, Mr. Grant McGall. We got Reggie. Glad to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're out in California, so it's a little bit of a time delay, but tell us just a little bit about yourself. I gave a little bit of the bio, but no one can tell your story like yourself. You have to tell your own story. You have to be your own brand. I love the concept that you've developed and evolved is uh, follow the brand. Everybody is a brand. I have a book I wrote a couple of years ago, managing your brand. You can pick me, but you must pay me manage your brand. You can pimp me, but you must pay me. Understand that you are a brand, whether you're a high school student, a college student, a business professional, just early into the business sector or a seasoned professional, you have to manage what's out there about you. And, and you have to be positioned and understand that it's important that you shape your story, that you position yourself to win. So I'm just a little guy from Grew up in Seattle, Washington. My parents moved 3,000 miles from Atlanta, Georgia to Seattle to give my sister, my brother, and myself the opportunity of a lifetime. And there was significant uh, challenges in the 60s when I grew up as a kid. I, I was a New York Jet in 1978. So that tells you my age. I'm at the back end. But I have the opportunity to work with young people and old people through my uh, life and career. And I currently work with the Retired NFL Players Congress. We have a license with the NFL, a partnership with J.S. Design. We are their largest manufacturer of licensed jackets outside of China. And we're based here in Los Angeles. And again, we are owned and operated by former NFL players that have a life after sports. So no matter when you stop and everybody stops, 
you have to continue to understand that life goes on. Are you prepared for that process? Uh, and so I have the, the, the honor and privilege to be here. And uh, you can find us at playerscongress.com, the retired NFL Players Congress. I'm the keeper of the gate that blocks everybody that tries to bring crazy deals to us and goes out and find deals that make sense. But again, if you go out in the marketplace, you go to NBA, NFL, MLB, hockey, and of course the NFL, odds are about 70% that we make the jacket that you're wearing. If you have a jacket, whether it be a polo, uh, 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 the bomber, or the Letterman type jacket, and if it's the high-end leather jacket, the odds go up even higher because we manufacture that stuff right here in Los Angeles. We import parts from components from internationally from China. We have components domestically here from the U.S. And then we assemble all that. And if it's a leather, we make it 100% right here in a 250,000 square foot facility. <laughs> you have to check it out when you're in L.A. I got to give you the grand tour. People come here and they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, you just don't think about that. But it's really interesting. And I actually worked with but Mara Fleming, the first guy to play in five Super Bowls. He was at an event I had on Thursday. Harold Jackson, who played 16 straight years for the Eagles and, and the, the Patriots and, of course, the Rams. And Harold was there. And Chris Ward was my, my teammate when we played with the Jets back in 78. He was We were rookies together. He was at the event on Thursday. Reggie Berry played for the uh, for the uh, Chargers. And so we had a group of guys that were at one of our events on Thursday. Um, and uh, looking forward to an next event of September 9th. We're doing some things. We're kicking up some stuff for the Super Bowl. So we want to be involved. And again, we are business professionals. We right. understand. I, and I'm working with young people as well. I'm on the board of directors for the National Alliance of African-American Athletes. For the past 29 years, we've nurtured and mentored and worked with African-American males and we helped them to go through the wilderness and understand that that uh, it's about community, it's about service and of course preparing yourself for the life after sports and no matter how good you are, how fast you run, how high you jump, at some time that ends. And uh, George Lynch, the, the North Carolina great, we're working with him on the project. So we work with a lot of guys that, that get it and people just don't understand that it's all about empowering other people. And we work with these people to empower other people. And again, I work with the Nationalized African-American Athletes for the last 25 years. I was chairman for eight years. You can find that at NAAAA.com. That's four is the National Alliance of African-American Athletes. We put over 150 kids into the NFL. But more importantly, we have about a 98, 99% college graduation rate. No. And these guys like Myron Rose, the Rose Scholar, now a newer surgeon. We have politicians and lawyers and doctors and, and lots of business people that have come through that program. And that's the, again, it's probably fam more famous as the Watkins Award. And if you look at, actually, while I'm here in my office, I have a copy of this 75-pound oh, yeah. heavy as boom, boom trophy made by the same people that make the Heisman. That's on my desk. And again, we've been around 29 years and put over 150 kids into the NFL. LeVar Aaron, Shane Bettier, Ted Gann, Muhammad Masakwai, Bryce Love, Joe, Joe McCoy, jo uh, Josh Dodds. The list go Bobby Okariki. You know, we have about 20 or 15 or 20 active kids at any one time. And again, about 150 kids that went through that program. And our purpose in that program, and people always try to get us out of our lane. 
right? Yeah. To help, to mentor, to elevate, to uplift, to show them that our people that look like them that have understand the unwritten rules of the game and have a little bit of success. Exactly. So don't flee the hype. Don't flee the media. <laughs> it ain't real. Right? You have to find your own truth and tell your own story because we have done phenomenal stuff. We are the purveyors of popular culture around the world. Again, I wasn't just a teacher. I was an English teacher, which is a rarity, a black male English teacher in Los Angeles for 17 straight years. And I also taught international students. So we'd be in my international students' uh, classroom sometime in the summertime mostly. And there would be, you know, replicating uh, the the music of African-Americans. Right. We are the purveyors, the creators, the innovators of popular culture around the world. Whether or not we always get credit for or get economically compensated, that's on us. We have to oh, do a better job of the, making the sure we get is, our money. Real. There's no doubt right. that oh, no. the, uh, the influence the is, is there. But your influence, and I want to talk specifically about Reggie Grant. You just talked a little bit about that, that you went from, I believe you said the South Atlanta, Georgia, out to Seattle, which I have people out in Seattle. They they live out there in the Rainier area. Uh, I think it's called Sky Lake area. And I, I've got people Skyline. out there. Skyline. Thank you. Skyline. I know. I was there a month ago. Visiting my mommy. <laughs> love your mommy. Tell your mommy it's, you it's love it. Beautiful. It's a beautiful, oh, beautiful. area. I, but I it love rains. It, love it. Love it. It rains. It rains. But right now it's sunny. This is the time to go. It's really, really nice uh, out there in, uh, in, in, in Rainier. And, and I, I loved it out there. So my question is, as you were growing up, and you're talking about, you got in the NFL, you said, in, in the 70s uh, at that time. When did you start to realize that this is going to end and that I need to have that next stage of my life prepared? Well, again, I was fortunate to be Willie Grant and Juanita Grant's son. So okay. they prepared <laughs> me to understand that this P little brain of mine, that was my power. The mm-hmm. athletic ability, that was my car to pay for college. That was my engine. But my real power was my brain and the education that allowed me to uh, have a life long after I could run fast and jump high. I was a sophomore in high school when I realized that I could go to college and I needed to figure out a way to pay for it since mom and dad couldn't pay for it. I'm the oldest of the three children. And so, you know, I said, I need to leverage this ability to run fast and jump high because all the people that run the world have college degrees, not just money. They have college degrees. Those are the ones that call on the shots, whether you're in business, whether you're in high school. And it doesn't mean you're brilliant or you're smart. All it means is a way to open the door. And and as I said to a young man that I work with, Jelani Jenkins, a former Miami Dolphin in Florida uh, product is, um, you know, the we just don't get as many opportunities. But there aren't as many doors that are open. So you just want to position yourself to get in the door. Once you get in the door, you can perform, right? You can fight the battle and do those things. It's about getting in the door and figuring out the layers of the unwritten rules of the game. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. 
services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. So it's Willie and Juanita were my, were my leaders and my mentors and my 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 role models were my mommy and daddy. And and then I was fortunate enough to run into some strong uh, people that gave me. Everybody likes to elevate somebody that's trying, and people just don't get that so much today. Oh, I just can't do it. No, if you're trying, there have been people that have uplifted me and elevated me because I was making an effort every day to try to get something done. And somebody came along and said, come over here, we're going to teach you something. And they taught me this, right? And then somebody else said, well, I recognize that work ethic. Come over here and I'm going to teach you a little bit of this and this. And I, you know, so you just accumulate things, but you treat people with dignity and respect. You try to elevate other people. And I try to uh, convey this to my children when I was a teacher, you know, I was always that teacher that was a pain in the, in the administration's butt, but I'd have such outstanding test scores. They wanted me, but I was just a, a pain to deal with because my job was to elevate each and every child in my classroom to be empowered by them. They taught me th- more things than I taught them. I just taught them to believe in themselves and that you can elevate yourself in so many ways. Don't don't buy the, the hype. Don't buy the boo-boo. You, there is information out there to elevate you. We all have power. We have skills. We have creativity. Just tap into who you are and 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 don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. And you you did this in Los Angeles County. You were a teacher in Los Angeles County for 17 years. I was a teacher here in Los Angeles. Yes. And you're doing now, because you're multifaceted. You're not a one-trick pony by any stretch of the imagination. This guy, yeah, I'm a teacher, you know, over here, but I'm an author over here. I'm a business man. You've done incubators, you've done accelerators. You have you have a fire in you. You want to see change happen. Specifically in our community is what I'm what that's what I get from reading your story. Well, I want to empower other people around me. It's all about, you know, I'm a businessman. I am a capitalist. Now, <laughs> you a capitalist, you have to be. Now, this is America. You don't have to ask for permission. That's what we so many times fail. I'm gonna know. I had a oh, I had a little tax service in Oceanside, California, one time, and somebody said to me, "They ain't gonna let no." It says the N word. Open yeah. no tax service downtown Oceanside, cross street from City Hall, from the mayor and the police officer. And I said, "Boy, I, I didn't ask for permission. I just did it." Bam! <laughs> and of course, I got to meet the mayor and the chief of police and all the people because I had the audacity to just do. And there have been times in my life when I. People are afraid of me. People are intimidated by me. People hate me. It's okay. I, I can sleep good at night, right? I don't uh, take from anybody. I just do my thing. I am not the, you know, Bill Gates or somebody, but I am self-sufficient. 
my kids eat every day. My mortgage is paid every day. Every month, right. right? So yeah. that's what it's about. It's about self-sufficiency. That's the power of being an entrepreneur. I mean, I work with the Los Angeles Black Business Expo, which is a virtual event. Uh, Los Angeles Black Business Expo, they do that. I get the opportunity to work with the founder of that, uh, Barbara Lindsay, who did found that back in 89. I work here in this office. Uh, Bob Grant, who was the first black to, he was one of the three blacks that, that integrated major college football in the South at Wake Forest. So, and was the first black to be drafted from a major school at 67 by the Colts and ended up playing with, you know, with Baltimore and then Washington. I get to work with Mark Fleming, the first guy to play in five Super Bowls. And we have conversations about him owning a, a Hilton hotel and driving his Rolls Royce and playing on an undefeated team. But it's all about a winner's mindset. Right. And not letting somebody else define you, define your parameters, define what you can achieve and do. I just do me. I get to work with Harold Jackson, who's been, you know, again, he played 16 years in the league. I played a couple of years. He played 16 years and did not miss a game. And he ain't no much bigger than I am. He's a, he's a beast in his mind. Right? It's all about the mind. It's, you have the power to do, you can do. And it's not about... Take it from somebody else. It's not about hating on somebody else. It's about elevating somebody else that elevates you. You get a thousand times so much back from it. And it's just about empowering and being empowered. And just putting yourself around people that, that give you that positive energy. My wife will look at the news and see, see all this boo-boo going on. And I'm not putting that negative stuff in me. I'm going right. to find somebody like you to look at and listen to. I'm going to find somebody that's going to elevate me and add value to my life. And to my brain, the brain is the most powerful instrument on the planet. And we are the most creative people on the planet. So, you know, what we do so many times doesn't always get highlighted. The media we, shows we have to the be our own sounding board. We've got to be our own yes. sounding board. Yes, we that's why doing people like now. you are so important. And, and, and that, that's us. That's like us on social media telling our story. This is the news according to Reggie and Grant. This is what's most important right now where we are because it is important. I read up on some things you're doing in the tech world, some things you're doing in the accelerator world that you are, you you are, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you even call it that. You were doing health IT I stay like 30 in years lane. ago. I, again. You know, you find something that you're passionate about, you figure out a way to get compensated. Yeah. I stay focused in my lane. I have a lot of relationships in the athletic field. Yeah. I have, you know, been around the tech sector since 96. I work for the company that, that created the undos that you do in, in Microsoft Word. People don't understand it. .com.edu.org. That was some brothers out of the Philadelphia Washington area that came up with that. They got bought out early, but you don't never hear their story, right? So along your journey, you get to meet people that are doing dynamic things. There weren't always a lot of us in the room, but there's always a lot of us doing stuff behind the scenes, making things happen. And that's what it's about, making things happen. And so I, I've just, you know, used all of my, we are the sum of our experiences. And I just lived long enough to have a couple of good experiences and to add value to some people's life. You know, I get to meet people from around the country. Uh, John Matthews has got a new esports technology that yes. you play the video game and it, it gets hot, it gets cold. And if it's if it's, it's all that stuff happens. Right. So that's the brother that's created that technology where people like Millicent 
has a great so uh, um, um, uh, food pro product company out of South Carolina, where there's a, a, a sister who's had a devastating event in her life, and she created a hemp-infused tea, right? Oh, She's out of Irvine, oh, okay. Deshonda, yeah. and her daughter, right? Her daughter co-founded this, this hemp-infused tea, and they're here out of So I get people around the country have a, the honor and privilege to, uh, to work with. Janani Jenkins, the former Dolphins, is now um, creating a new software that allows athletes to transition pro source out of sports and and, and to do that in a more proactive way. So I just have the honor and privilege to work with a lot of smart people. I try to be in a room with people that are smarter than me so I can just elevate myself a little bit and learn something every day. Well, you, you are connected. You are connected in the right places with the right people at the right time. And here's my question. Let's say, I because I, I here in South Florida, we have a small uh, black health IT tech community. They're looking to create applications to help our community, whether it's from a population health standpoint, uh, anywhere from a, a telehealth standpoint, anything that they can do to decrease that gap in the access to care and also the, the accessibility as far as from a payment perspective. So accessibility and affordability are key in this world. So my, my question to you is, if you are a Black entrepreneur, you've got an idea. Right. You've got a good idea. What are those next steps? How do you get access to capital? What do I need to do to take that next great leap to where I this can become a reality? Well, I, I have the honor, again, and privilege to talk to all kinds of people. I talk, there's a sister out of San Francisco that's got some phenomenal technology, and she's taken it from idea and software and concept into reality. She's raised about 6 or $7 million. But when you have those ideas, it's about... You have to organize your thoughts so that you can clearly articulate that to somebody. And sometimes it's better to just do your own thing because when you take people's money, you're accountable to them. When you take people's money, sometimes they're not nice people and they not, might not do right things. So you have to be very strategic in terms of who you create strategic alliance, alliances with. But you have to be proactive and do. You can reach out to me. There's 20 of me around the country. There's a Dr. Brown just received something from Dell where they're getting five or $10 million. They're out of Minnesota, right? Uh, so there's organizations and uh, there's another organization I talked to that's out of the Baltimore, Washington area that's an incubator. So if there's people out there looking for you. Uh, you can reach out to me. You can always find me at Reginald Grant. Just Google me, Reginald Grant, ReginaldGrant.com. And, and that'll connect you to me. You can send me an email or a text or whatever. And I'll connect you to any of my resources. That's never a problem. Um, you know, we want to add value to people, open the doors. And it's about staying focused, staying true, understanding that being an entrepreneur is not easy, right? As, you know, but working for somebody and being miserable is not easy either. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Better than not being tied to your own destiny. Like I say, I ain't rich, but I'm. Self-sufficient. You self-sufficient. <laughs> now I got a good question to ask. Because if you, now, of course, you've gone along a, a little ways down the road, but if you had to back up, start all over again, what would be that one thing you would change in your life to possibly make a greater, a greater impact? The one thing that I could do would be personally just, um, I would have, probably gotten education a little earlier 
and make such, you know, you have such a tremendous impact as an educator on, on young people and young minds. You know, I've taught long enough where I have fortunate enough to have had kids come up to me that are now parents and say, thank you, Mr. Grant, right? Or somebody I was at a subway or I was at a Jeffrey Lube uh, getting my car done and, the, you know, the manager happened to be some student that I taught, you know, in one of my classes. And, you know, those are the things, you know, I had a, some students that I taught, international students even that reached out to me and said, you know, the impact I made on them by just, you know, letting them know that they can achieve whatever they put their mind to. So, so it's all about empowering other people. I've probably been in education a little earlier and got out of it earlier too, but because it's hard, right? Yeah. Because you want to impact people and, but it is physically, psychologically draining um, and no one will ever pay you what you're worth except you, right? And there's nothing like the quality of life to be able to come and go on your on time frame. The kids get sick, you ain't got to worry about getting fired from your job. You just take off. I'm counsel all my appointments and go and take care of my baby, right? So there's nothing more satisfying than that, you know? Um, so I would just say that would be one of the biggest things. And and just um, just be open. You know, my my biggest thing is, is is be empowered to learn. Even when I was teaching those 12, 13, 14, 15, 18 year old kids every day, you know, I learned something every day, right? right and and right. hopefully I added value to their lives, but add value to somebody's life and you you never know how gratifying that is. Now here's a question. Now, because I hear a lot about this, I, and I work with a lot of different individuals. They're working, they're working full time but they're also maybe they're part-time entrepreneur. What in your life changed when you said, I am now going to be an entrepreneur full-time? What, what, what was that impetus? What was that moment that occurred? Well, we go, you go through peace and valley. Now, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, right? So when I was in college, it wasn't like there was no name, image, likeness. You can get some extra money. So I figured <laughs> out even in college how to do some things. And, and so people came to me with an idea. We started working on it. And we end up having a little promotional company. And I, for two and a half years, I went from eating, learning how to cook biscuits and eating, you know, starving, you know, uh, uh, to having some gas money. Right. Okay. So I okay. had the entrepreneurial spirit. But you work jobs. Uh, for example, one time I was early in the Internet business, 96, 97. I was in the, in the Internet ISP business. So uh, Earthlink before, you know, uh, all those kinds of company merged together, took over. And I was in that space. I was learning. And then I said, I need to learn the software stuff. Right. So, uh, so I went and found a job in the software sector. I learned as I earned. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. And I turned that around and I ended up starting my little software company. And we had, you know, a little glimmer of success and did some things and made some money to dot com first first happened. But we had competitors that were just like us, you know, and they had 10, 20, 50, 100 times more money than us. And we crushed them. It was about passion. It was about knowledge. It was about just doing your thing. And so, I've always been an entrepreneur. And so, you know, at some point I had to have a job and need insurance and all that stuff. That's what I was teaching because I had kitties and all that. Right. I didn't have kids. So I had turned a couple of corners and, and done some things in life. But um, <laughs> I, you know, having a job, I'm nothing wrong with having a job. My mom worked many years. My dad worked 28 years for Boyd most right. of the time. And, you know, I've had jobs. Nothing wrong with having a job. 
But there is nothing more fulfilling than being in control of your own destiny. And it's not easy road, but you can do things that are part-time that can allow you to move towards where you want to go. Even before I stopped teaching, I started positioning myself to make that transition, right? So I mentally yeah. I positioned myself. I said, okay, I got 100 people on LinkedIn, and so I need to build that up. That's where the business people are at. So let me go there and start facilitating. At this point, I think I got 17,000 or something people connected to me like that. So that becomes one of my direct marketing vehicles. So you just have to create a plan, a strategy, manage your brand and work towards whatever it is you're passionate about. And it's okay to fail. Oh, yeah. no, I failed. I lost. No, you will not succeed instantly in the first time. Failure is part of the process to success. If you're not doing, you're not learning what works and what doesn't. We just released some NFTs last week. It didn't go like we wanted. We had to shift. We had to move some people over. We had to fire some people, get some people to the curb, bring some more thoughts and energy together. But we're figuring out the path to success. And nobody, even if you were talking about athletes, you look at Michael Jordan, the greatest guy of all time. He was in that gym and missed a whole bunch more shots than he made to get to the ones that he made when it was prime time. So you have to prepare yourself for prime time. There is no instant gratification. And the old football coach, Vince Lombardi, said, success only comes before work in the dictionary, baby. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that. Success only comes before work in the dictionary. My audience is going to love this particular segment. It's been a great, great talk with you, Reggie. And before we we succeed, or, or I would say before we take off, I wanted to ask you, because when I look at your brand, I see a lot of different things there. You know, you are an author. You're an accomplished author. You are a speaker. Like you can, anybody listening to this podcast is like, oh, this guy, he can talk you out the building. I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. All you got to do is be passionate about what you're talking about <laughs> and you tell the truth. It's just as easy to do it right. It's easier because I don't have to give whatever money I have made back to anybody else. True, true, true. Sure, sure. So here we all come from nothing. Here's why I uh, ask you this is your question. If you want to tell the audience anything that you want to leave them with, and you've said a lot of different things that throughout this entire episode that are gems that people can really sink their teeth into. And I know you've got some things coming up that you're doing personally that you want to tell the audience about so they can tune in to you and what the Reggie Grant brand is all about. I, I'm giving you the mic. Go for it. Well, again, it's it's about empowering other people. You can find me at ReginaldGrant.com. Just type Google Reginald Grant. There's hundreds of thousands of Reginald Grants in the world. I guarantee you the first 10 or 20, I, my, my shiny ball head is going to show up. So I position myself to win. So you want to consider that yourself, position yourself to win. And I say, it's all about elevating other people. I can pick up the phone and call people I played with 30 or 40 years ago or have relationships with because I value people. I've been in business with people that don't value people. Value people. If you have a bad idea and great people, you'll figure out a good idea to move forward. If you have a good idea and bad people, you're dead in the water. So try to surround yourself with people to elevate you so that you can elevate them, right? It's all about people. It's all about making a positive impact like Grant does on his show. You know, you have to follow the brand. You have to 
to put yourself in a position to win. And it's about elevating other people. We work with, we have NFTs by athletes. We work with other athletes. So we're helping to empower them and understanding the opportunities there. We have athletes in cannabis where we do it. The, the ecosystem, we're trying to educate athletes about the opportunities available there. So we do a lot of things, but it's about empowerment. It's about education. It's about adding value. And uh, that's all I have to say. Just add value to somebody's life today. Tell somebody you love them today. Enjoy the journey, not the destination, because de- once you get there, you want to go somewhere else. So today is cash, the best day of my life. Yesterday is the cancer check I can never retrieve. Tomorrow's a promissory note I may never collect. Today is cash. Tell somebody you love them. Oh, beautiful. That's a drop the mic moment. This has been a very special uh, adventure. This has been an adventure for me, not just a journey. This has been an adventure, and I and I love it. So I want our audience to definitely understand that they can tune in to us and all of our episodes at www.5starbdm.com. You'll find Follow the Brand. You just started Follow the Brand broadcast as well. So we're going from podcast to broadcast. We are moving on up. We're going to have Reggie again on this show. We're going to definitely get him on the TV broadcast for sure so talk to you later reggie i really appreciate you and 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 thank you again for joining the show pleasure's all mine and i'll bring some of my crew young and old with me absolutely absolutely